I hope everybody's had a good week. Um, me and B, and I'm speaking on behalf of her, we've had a slightly overwhelming week to say the least. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on at work that's applying some good pressure onto me, um, but that's always a good thing, I think. Um, we're in the process of making our house nice. You know, when you walk through the door, you just relax at home, but that requires a lot of work to be done. And so this week, we, we, we live in this like old little cottage in Wargrave, and uh, the, the previous owner, so the two previous owners, he decided it would be a great idea to stick five coats, of, five coats of white paint on these beautiful white beams. It, these beautiful beams in the house. So we thought we'd just take a chance, we did some research, we found some professional people, we thought, who could come and expose these beams for us. Oh, we didn't know what we got ourselves into. Here's a couple of photos. They basically came and uh, they didn't cover anything up. And they sandblasted these beams with, uh, with dry ice. And I kid you not, there is dust everywhere. So we've spent the, the last three days cleaning. We've hired vacuum cleaners and we've just been cleaning the whole house. Um, this morning I walk out, Storm Dennis has blown over the fence, so we, need a, we basically need another fence. We've had some problems with the cars. It, it's just been a hectic week. Um, we can't relax because you just smell dust everywhere. So, um, so anyway, we're here and it's great. Um, as most of you guys know, we, we've been doing this incredible series um, around the Beatitudes, going through Matthew, starting with the Sermon on Mount, just listening about all of Jesus' teachings. And it's been incredible. Most of you would agree. You know, it's great to put everything in context, just learn about that. And today, this is also part of that series. I'll be talking a bit about Ask, Seek, Knock. Now, as a kid, one of my favorite games was Hide and Seek. So what I've done is I've... Ruan is not... I don't know if he's in here. He's not allowed to say anything because I think he saw me and my granddad. What I've done is I've, I've put stuff here. It's down to you guys to get those stuff. Do that in whatever way you want to. If you, um, if you have a cream egg, stick your hand up. If you have a cream egg, stick your hand up. One, two, How many cream eggs are there? One, two, one. James? Okay, one, James two, three, four, no, three. five. Okay, cool, Somebody. five cream eggs. If you've got a chocolate bar, Okay, Caleb's got two. Yeah, there we go. Everything's been found. So, in, in, um, in true fashion of reading what we've read, Jesus says share. So, <laughs> if you've got chocolate bar, share. So, there's a little exercise there to put into practice what we'll talk about today. You know, I had some questions. People were asking me questions. We had people who were seeking. We have people who are doing the practical thing, climbing on their knees, going under the table, looking at the doors, etc, etc. So that's a little bit about what we'll do. So before we continue, let me quickly pray and then um, we'll, we'll get into the scriptures. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for your rich word, Lord. Thank you for providing us with the Bible. Thank you for hiding so many messages in, in the Bible, Father God. You know, things that would allow us to do the asking, the seeking and the knocking, you know, the, the studying of the scriptures, Father God. Uh, please talk through me today and help something to resonate with um, with everybody here today, Lord. Um, I pray that we can put this into practice 
um, today and moving forward. Pray this in your son's name. Amen. Amen. So, let's get into um, the, the passage. So, Matthew 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. He who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Now, who of us have read this passage and then just think, this, this could be anything. I could just pray for anything, any monetary thing. You know, we, we heard earlier, I want three cars. God, just give me three cars. Who, raise your hands if you've read this and you've just thought this could apply to anything. You know, I've done that multiple times. I think it's easy for me to read this passage and forget about the context that it's actually in. It's easy to think, well, it says that. Ask and it'll be given to you. So let me just ask God. Let me just pray. Seek. Let me just do some studying. Come on, God, please. But I think the important thing is, is it's easy for us to... Okay, click on problems. Yeah. Oh, has it gone? Has it gone? Sweet. Summary. Yeah. So put it into context. It's easy for us, right? So let's put this into context with the rest of the Beatitudes. You know what? Jesus was preaching all of this stuff in one go. And in the time that Jesus was preaching this stuff, the Roman Empire and the Greek Empire, they were bringing worldly stuff to, to everybody. You know, for the first time, they were bringing incredible infrastructure. They were bringing sports. They were bringing healthcare. They were bringing education. So the people in that time were chasing these things. You know, they were seeing that if we put into, if we put some hard work into something, we can chase success. You know, you have the emperors and they were living in these castles and let's chase for those things. Let's work extremely hard. I'm not saying we shouldn't work hard. You know, we should work really, really hard. But they were working for these earthly possessions. And when you put all of this into context about what Jesus is teaching, he's teaching something quite radical here. You know, as you flick through the, the Beatitudes, you know, Jesus is getting to the real stuff. He's talking about loving your enemies. He's talking about eye for an eye. All the lessons we've had so far. He then goes into this whole passage about, don't worry. Give to the needy. Just, just give to the needy. You know, Matthew 6, he breaks it down and he talks about this whole concept of how we should pray. And how we shouldn't, it's the heart. You know, I shouldn't do these things for people to see me, to get praise from people and earthly, earthly like um, acceptance. Jesus is dealing with that. And then he talks about building the treasure in heaven. And then the, one of my favorite passages is do not worry. He says, look at the birds. He says, look at the flowers. Don't chase these earthly possessions, these earthly things. Don't worry about what you're going to wear and this and this and all these things that the, the empires have put into place. God will provide. He's trying to drill that point down that God will provide. He knows what we need before we even know what we need. It ties into what Harry said and my grandparents. I almost don't even need to preach because combined there, that, that's what I want to preach about. But... He ties all of this in and he says, just trust God. Trust the narrative. God will give you what you need. 
Therefore, if God is already taking care of these earthly things, we don't need to chase after them. We don't. Because we should trust that God will provide these earthly things. Therefore, we should be asking, seeking and knocking for spiritual growth. We should be asking, seeking, knocking for the spiritual growth. Because God will take care of all these earthly things. Now I'm not saying we should not be praying for promotions and this and that. There's a place for that. The Bible also teaches us that present all our requests to God. But I think for this specific passage, what Jesus is talking about here, is ask, seek and knock with a spiritual twist. You know, we heard, for me, reading all of these Beatitudes, reading through the Bible, having that standard as my grandmother mentioned earlier, who feels spiritually inadequate when you read that? Right? I can read these things and I can feel like, gosh, I've been baptized for 11 years now. Why am I not better at this? Why am I still struggling with saying small white lies at work? Yes, Mr. Customer, I've only put 3% on that. You know, why, why, why am I getting impatient with my wife still? I should be loving her like Christ loved the church. Yes, darling, your driving is fantastic. <laughs> it is actually pretty <laughs> All of these things. Why am I scared of sharing my faith? Why this? Why this? Why this? Why am I not wise enough? Don't we feel like that? It's easy to look at what Jesus teaches and preaches. And it's very easy to get that worldly sense of, I'm inadequate. I don't know, you know, why? I should be here, but when I feel like I'm here. But I think this is the exciting thing about this passage. If we continue reading, let's see if it gets a delay. Oh, I've put this silly building thing. Okay, so if we continue reading, we, we, we we get a bit of an insight into God's character. And I think this alludes to what Harry was talking about a bit earlier. But let's continue reading here quickly. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven Give good gifts to those who ask Him. You know, God's response here is, I want to bless you spiritually. I want to bless you spiritually. I will give you all these earthly things. I know you need them. I know you need money to pay mortgages and do this and do this. I know you need those things. That's part of life. I'll, I'll sort that out. You just work hard. But seek me. Grow spiritually. I'll help you to grow spiritually. Now I think this goes two ways. Because God, we see God's response here. And the fact that God wants to bless us spiritually. You know the questions we have about why am I not a better parent? Why am I still lying? Why am I doing this? God knows that. And He wants to work with us in our inadequacies. 
and our sins. But it's going to take a two-way thing. You know, if we're praying to be better parents, we need to seek a knock stuff. We need to seek some advice about how to be better parents. We need to be humble enough to put that into practice. I don't know. I'm talking like I'm a parent. I have no idea. <laughs> this is what I've heard. If I want to have more integrity at work, if a problem comes up, I need to hold my hands up and say, I'm responsible for that. God is going to bless me spiritually. He says it. It's a promise. That's his response. He's going to bless me spiritually. But that does sometimes mean that I'm going to be put into situations where I need to practice what I'm trying to learn. And that's not always the easy thing, right? Who would agree with that? It's funny because a lot of the times when I... Patience for me is something that I really need to work on. And it's quite funny because whenever I try and pray for patience, oh goodness, is it not tested? It's always tested straight away then. Slow drivers, long queues at checkouts, etc, etc. But that's the exciting part. You know, we know in Hebrews 12, Jesus also says He'll discipline us. God will discipline us. He will work through us. It's painful at the time, but it produces this incredible harvest and peace. And I think Jesus is trying to set the scene here that I've taught all of these things. I've taught radical stuff. We need to repent and show the world we're different. We're this light and salt and all of this. It's challenging stuff. Don't worry about the earthly possessions. That's fine. I will provide that. Just grow spiritually. Be prepared to be challenged. Be prepared to learn. Be prepared to grow. And I think verses 12, to me, is quite challenging. It it almost feels like it doesn't fit in perfectly. But he says here in verses 12, So in everything, taking all that stuff into context, do to others what you would have them do to you. This sums up the law of the prophets. You know, I think what Jesus is saying here is love. Instead of spending your time chasing after all these earthly things, instead of, standing, instead of spending your time running after these things, worrying yourself out about that, don't. God will provide. Seek first the kingdom. Ask about those spiritual shortcomings that we feel in our lives. Repent change. Because that is what our energy should be spent on. The energy that we normally spend on worrying and consuming our thought with these earthly things that we want to chase, Jesus ends by saying, don't. Try rather to spend your time on just loving. Just do to others what you want them to do to you. Don't chase these things. Do that. You know, that is an incredible message. It's such a radical change of thought process for that time and for us today. Because isn't it so easy to get caught up in that? It's so easy to get caught up to chase all these things. But I think it's a very basic lesson if you break it up. 
God will provide. Ask, seek, and knock for the spiritual stuff. How can we grow spiritually? There we go. So yeah, the question is, you know, what does this mean for us today? Based on that teaching, how will we change the way we view this? How will we change the way we pray, the way we ask, the way we seek, the way we knock? How will we change our mindset to train ourselves to be focused on a spiritual element? Like I say, for me, that's a quite a revolutionary thought process because prior to all these beatitudes and doing the research and putting everything into context, I always saw this as almost a separate teaching in the beatitudes. Almost saw this as God, just help me at work. God, I, I just help me at work. Help me to climb the ranks. Help me to do this. Help me to close this deal. Just help me, God. Help the house. Help this. Help my friends. But for me, it's become way more personal. God, I need, I need to grow in patience because I want to be holy. I want to be close to you, Lord. Help me. So what does this mean for us? You know, I want us to think about that as we go into the week. In conclusion, okay, maybe I'm in the way. There we go. Are we asking spiritually? Are we seeking spiritually? And are we, you can all guess what, are we knocking spiritually? Thank you.